All right, hour two, Sean Hannity Show, toll-free. It's 800-941-SEAN. You want to be a part of the program. Um, a lot of economic news, and we're going to get to our very distinguished colleague, professor at Chicago's Booth School of Economics, former chairman of the Council of Economic Advisors for uh, the Obama administration, Austin Goolsby. And because he's a professor, I'm going to have him grade Joe Biden on a variety of issues. Now, but first, we're going to start with the economy. And... I don't know. Call me suspicious. ADP, which has a great reputation, reported a 300,000 job loss for January. Now, the Biden Labor Department reported a 467,000 job gain. Now, you might think, Hannity, you want the economy to be bad? No, because I love my fellow Americans. And Biden inflation, according to Penn Wharton, is costing up to $5,000 per household uh, because of the disastrous economic and energy policies. Oil, so we have, so we have mixed, view, mixed review on, on that number. Let, let's give Biden his number for the day, but I'm not buying it. I'll put that aside. Then you have Lawrence Summers, not a dumb guy predicting the Biden inflation crisis, a 40-year high, will become the Biden recession by the end of this year. Recession defined as as two negative uh, quarters of, of growth. Uh, anyway, he said macroeconomic policies that push demand well past the economy's capacity, such as those we've pursued over the past year, do not just lead to inflation, but rather to increasing inflation, uh, with the inflation rate accelerating for as long as the economy is overheated. And he talked about the painful lessons of the 60s, 70s and, and Jimmy Carter's recession. Uh, but, you know, just in, in context here, um, I want to bring in our good friend, professor at the Chicago, prestigious Chicago Boot School of Economics, who's never invited me to be a guest speaker, Austin Goolsby. How are you? Hey, John, I'm going to need to get you in touch with my T.A. because you, you got yourself worked into a corner there with your numbers. Well, I really did. I mean, did, every number I gave was accurate. Ninety one bucks a barrel. The quotes of Lawrence Summers were real. ADP's numbers yesterday showed a three hundred thousand job loss. The Biden Labor Department shows a four hundred and sixty seven thousand job gain. Um Lawrence predicting yeah, the it's more what you what you left out probably what part is that? accident but 2021 biggest job growth year ever second highest economic growth rate in the last half century only Ronald Reagan's 1984 was better um, and a very strong job market with a lot of wage gains so there are so, so basically after the pandemic positives. So if we go back to the three years of Donald Trump prior to the pandemic, we had record low unemployment numbers, by the way, for every demographic group in the country. Here's my question. I, I, you and I have gone over these numbers again and again and again. We're not going to agree. So I thought today we'd do something different. You ready? Okay, let's do it. Okay, you're a professor. Now, do you consider yourself a hard grader or are you kind of, you know, one of the professors that, yeah, I'll give the kid a B plus. I don't care. Uh, I'm, I'm probably a tough grader. You really are. Like, how how many kids are in your average class? I teach three sections, and each one's got about 70 kids. Okay. How many of the 70 in each class will usually end up with an A? Hmm. Uh, they kind of have a forced average GPA um, at the school, so there's a there's a forced curve. 
By the way, that is so outrageous. That is that, that is such an injustice. If you deserve an A, give, give the kid an A. If you're giving out too many A's because you have too many smart kids, well, that's yeah. not your problem. No, that's the tough. And the thing is, over time, at at University of Chicago, they've gotten smarter and smarter. If you go just look at their test scores, they've gotten smarter and smarter. So it's gotten harder. So now you have to give a kid a B plus because because you can't give out the A that he yeah, deserves because you you're giving out too many A's. Yes. yes. You know what? So that's, by the way, I blame your Democratic Party for that crap. That's just you know. <laughs> what are you talking about? You know, well, the, 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 <laughs> that, that is the biggest bunch of Adam Schiff I've ever heard in my life. Anyway, but so because they're too tough, you're usually telling me that the, that my Democratic friends are snowflakes. They're too easy. Now I'm telling you we're too tough of graders, and you're like, that's not no, you, fair. No, you, that's not what you're telling me. You're telling me kids that really deserve A's. You can you can't give A's to everyone that deserves them because they they have this phony curve. If a kid deserves an A, give Give them an A. If every kid, all 70 kids deserve an A, give them all A's, period. I'm not saying yeah. to give them anything for I nothing. If give them all A's, then you'd be like, this professor gave them all A's. Yeah, then, but then, by the way, then you'd have 500 kids in your class the next semester. Because <laughs> word would get out pretty fast that you're an easy grader. All right, let me go. Let me, all right, on the all economy, right. I'm not really going to okay. fight you on it, but I just, okay. just, I just want my audience to sort of... Get into the mind of a Biden-supporting, Obama-loving, uh, New Green Deal socialist a, radical. A Sean Hannity calling great American. That's right. I, I, did, I did call you a great American. You're, you're, written listen, down. Sean Hannity said you are a great American. I did write that. Now, that is true. I don't lie. And but the thing is, you know, you're a wonderful person. There are liberals that are, you know, just power hungry and know damn well what they're doing isn't going to work. You're not one of them. You you I really believe that. in redistribution of wealth and put it all in a big pot and we'll share it equally. Blah blah. The, I should have just stopped you at L.O. and you're a great American. Let's agree on that part. All right. Grade okay, Biden. So I'm gra- supposed to grade. Wait, you just tell me the rules. I'm grading the conditions, or I'm grading. No. You're grading the overall state of whatever the topic is. For example, the first overall, what grade would you give Joe Biden on the economy? I would his policy response or on how the economy. No, how the the results of his policies. What would how is he doing on the the economy? economy is doing? I would say labor market. Straight. No, 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 no. It's a simple question. It's an A, B, C, D or F. (laughs) <laughs> There's no even plus or minuses. All right, you can add plus or minuses. Go ahead. I would say conditions, I would give a B plus. <laughs> All right, I'm at an and F. Labor market I, a, I am at an F. Inflation All right. Plus. I, I, listen, I just want to know how crazy you really are. All right, now let's go a little deeper. Okay. Um, now, over Christmas, we ran yeah. out of COVID tests. Now, they were yeah. presented a plan in October. Yep. This was all chronicled by Vanity Fair. And yep. they said, we can make 732 million tests a month leading up to the holidays every month. And, you know, leading, we know that there's a predictable spike with Hanukkah and Christmas and, and New Year's and a lot of get togethers. They said, no, we ran out of tests. We also ran out of monoclonal antibodies. Yeah, we've, we've had FDA approval forever. For these antivirals, like but from Pfizer and Merck, that every doctor I talk to raves about, they ran out of all of it. 
Now, how would you grade Joe Biden's? And remember, we had more more dead people from yeah. COVID in 2021 and 2020. Tests, how do you grade on him on tests, COVID? Uh, uh, for sure, on testing, I grade him low. And I got to be consistent. I was very critical of the Trump administration at the beginning. They were trying to get one million tests, not 700 million tests. And they failed to do it. And I was very critical. And so I have to be very Let critical. Let me tell you something. We never ran out of ventilators or PPE and you know Operation we, we, Warp. We ran out of tests. And, okay, and, Operation you know, and Warp. I was critical. So I'm, I'm, I'm siding with you. I think that was a unforced error. What's the grade? And, uh, at, at best, a C. I, I give him oh a my, D on that you, test. Uh, you, forget you are not a hard grade. He gets an F. What do you mean? Now, on oh, now you only talked about tests. How did what? Yeah. You, how, when, how did he run out of tests? Now entering the third year of the pandemic, and you give him a C. No, are you out of we, your mind? No, no. Wait a minute. You you said on all of COVID, and okay, there are a so then bunch we, of so the getting building up the capacity to have the vaccines. He can't convince the one third of the country that got into this. Forget about that. We ran out of monoclonal but, antibodies, but, the best therapeutic. He never okay. warp speeded the antivirals, and we ran out of tests. What's the overall grade? No, I, I told you. Uh, overall, I give a C. I think there are areas where there are great strengths. All right, well, we, we got a lot of other topics. All right, okay, so I going. give him an F. Um, now <laughs> let's... You, you're the East German judge at the Olympics, man. You gave him an F before he even he got the triple <laughs> That might be the best line you've ever had. All right, now let's go to the issue of uh, energy. When, okay. When Joe Biden, Joey, you know, when he's awake, might get ice cream if... He has his wife pulling, you know, come on, Joe, come along. If you get off stage, we'll go upstairs and get some ice cream. Um, anyway, overall, uh, he, we were a net exporter of energy, and we also were energy independent for the first time in 75 years. Donald Trump achieved that. Now, you now, told me that, so I went and looked it up, but we oh imported 2.9 billion barrels of oil last year, so at the, in the last year minute, of Trump administration. At, at the end of the year, go back and look, at the end of his last year, yes. we didn't import a single barrel of oil no, from, that's not correct. from Saudi Arabia. 2.87 million million. So we were a net exporter. Billion. Yeah, but ne- we imported oh. all of that oil. Okay, we now reduced we the production. Oil. Here's my question. And it was Obama who approved the exporting of oil. Okay, let me ask you, to, just to get to the cut to the chase, what do you give yes. a grade on Joey on uh, on energy? On on the production of energy? No, on, on, energy prices are through the roof. Oil oil prices now are at a seven-year high. He has artificially reduced exploration for gas and oil in Anwar. He stopped the Keystone XL pipeline. He has put other environmental uh, obstacles up that prevent uh, the that prevent the exploration and extraction of energy. He's begged OPEC numerous times to produce more, and he's even begged Russia. What is your grade? I need you to explain why 2021 oh is going to be the third highest production of American oil. I'm ever. asking you, so why is argument. he? Why isn't he? Why is he decreasing our ability to produce 
energy, oil, and gas, the lifeblood of the world's economy. You're you're missing the whole point. Highest ever, Sean. He has put restriction. He's restricted Anwar. He's restricted other parts of Alaska. He's restricted pipelines. He's restricting in Texas. He's 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 restricting any exploration and extraction anywhere that he can. What are you talking about? When then, how do you explain why production is as high as it is? Because we artificially have reduced the supply while the demand has remained constant, and he's making Russia rich again because he gave Vladimir Putin a waiver. The whole premise would imply that U.S. production is weighed down, but it's not. By the way, if you were my student, I'd I'd kick your ass out of the classroom right now for not answering the question. What what, what is... is, You might have had the best line ever, though. I I don't think I can top that today. More with Austin Goolsby as we try and extract grades out of him for the Biden's failed policies on pretty much everything. On immigration overall, Joe Biden, we have hit a 25-year high last year of illegal immigrants. He stopped the stay in Mexico policy, stopped building the wall. Now it's it's not only process and release, but preferential treatment. No COVID testing. Jen Psaki said they're not going to be here very long. They're flying people all over the country in the dark at night. Now today, Kamala and Joe are talking about amnesty as reparations uh, for child separation issues under the Trump administration. What's your grade on their handling of enforcing the My law grade. of the Look, nation on our borders? A spot. We have a different starting spot. I think Hang on. immigration is super important, and I want there to be more immigration. Okay. Okay. Legal immigration. Trump, we had legal immigration right. plunge. True or false? As well as True or false question. Immigration plunge. Is Joe Biden enforcing the laws of the land as it relates to immigration? He he is enforcing a lot of the laws of the land. Yes. Meh. Not true. What's yeah, your grade for true. him overall on controlling legal immigration so and and his handling of illegal immigration? I, I got to go. What's the answer? I'm, What's the I'm grade? I'm not going to give him a high grade because what are you going to give him? Not give me a grade. Immigrants here. I want Man, more immigrants. They create jobs. You for are a American. pain in the neck. Can you just answer what grade on immigration? I give them so far a B, but it's mostly incomplete. Oh I want there gosh. to be more immigration. Oh, you are. You are. You have lost your mind why the you're, fact that you you're the whole premise of your thing is that okay we should do more did, to prevent let's immigrants let's extrapolate it out what that's grade wrong. do you that's give him on stopping wrong. what grade do you give him on stopping illegal immigration on stopping illegal immigration mm, if i look at the numbers compared not to the middle of the pandemic which is what implicitly you're doing oh my gosh but to the pre-pandemic you got to at least give them a b <laughs> you're out the of you. You, of illegal, you, you are uh, you of are illegal immigration. Your 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 students need to hear from me. They need, I need to counter this indoctrination that you're that's going on at the Chicago Booth School of Economics, man. All right, I got to roll. Okay, you got to go. All right, thank you, Austin Goldsby. Oh my gosh, I feel like I was extracting teeth here. 
accountable. Sean gets the answers no one else does. America deserves to know the truth about Congress. 25 to the top of the hour. Peter Schweitzer, his new book, by the way, uh, is number one on the New York Times list, Red Handed, How American Elites uh, Get Rich Helping China Win. Uh, he's going to join us. So they had the opening ceremonies of the Olympics earlier. Nancy Pelosi's words to the athletes, uh, don't speak out. Don't talk. You might uh, you, they might get mad at you. What happened to the land of the free, the home of the brave? You know, the, the, the cause of liberty and freedom. What you're going to you what do you want people to do? Get on bended knee and and praise the the corrupt, hostile regime of the communist Chinese the ones persecuting the Uyghur minority in China, the the, uh, the ones that are flying their fighter jets over Taiwan, t- telling them they're going to take their country over, the ones that have cracked down in Hong Kong, the ones that gave the world COVID. The hell? What, what, what do you mean? What, what, is the, what do these words mean, land of the free, home of the brave? If I go to China and I'm an athlete, you're damn right I'm going to speak my mind. I'm not going to listen to Nancy Pelosi. What are they going to do? Take me hostage? Kick me out of the country? China's got themselves a big PR problem. And why the Olympic Committee picked China is any, I, I don't know. Oh, we're going to have a diplomatic boycott. Oh, that means a lot. Oh, so that, that dopey Secretary of State isn't going to show up uh, winking blinking, uh, who's an embarrassment anyway. They have no respect for him at all. They're not stupid. So I want to play this is Nancy Pelosi. You, you, you might not want to talk. And then Joe Biden says, now think how compromised the Biden family is. And Peter will get into this later. Thirty one, you know, million dollars in business with China. One point five billion dollar deal with the Bank of China. Zero experience hunter. You can't make it up. How compromised are the Bidens completely with China, Russia, Ukraine, you name it. The last name was Trump. You have very different media coverage of this would be going on. And Joe Biden on China's abuses, well, countries have different norms. The central principle of Xi Jinping is that there must be a united, tightly controlled China. And he uses his rationale for the things he does based on that. I point out to him, no American president can be sustained as a president if he doesn't reflect the values of the United States. And so the idea, I'm not going to speak out against what he's doing in Hong Kong, what he's doing with the Uyghurs in western mountains of of, uh, China and Taiwan trying to end the one China policy by making it forceful. I I said, and by the way, he said he he gets it. Culturally, there are different norms in each country and their leaders are expected to follow. You said, quote, it is in our self-interest that China continue to prosper. A lot of people think that allowing China into the World Trade Organization, which you supported, extending most favored nation status to China, which you supported, that those steps allowed China to take advantage of the United States by using our own open trade deals against us. Do you think in retrospect that you were naive about China? No. I would say to our athletes, you're there to compete. Do not risk incurring the anger of the Chinese government because they are ruthless. I know there is a temptation on the part of some to speak out while they are there. I respect that, but I also worry about what the Chinese government might do. 
I cannot believe these are the two leaders in, in this country. I can't. Oh, I see my friend Pearl from Brooklyn is standing by. We had a call yesterday about from a woman. I think her name was Diane. And she had family members in the Holocaust. For many years, um, Pearl's mom, Hannah, who was a Holocaust survivor, uh, was a regular call to this program. I love this woman. She's an amazing woman. It, the horrors that she would describe are un... You can't even imagine the evil. Uh, Pearl, we miss your mom. Good to hear from you, however. I know you, you, you're never going to recover. Your mother was such a special lady. Thank you so much, Sean. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for remembering and speaking about my mother on yesterday's program. Um, your program was excellent, and uh, the event with uh, Whoopi Goldberg on The View, uh, it, it shows us and it proves to people in this country that she is uninformed and not educated about the Holocaust. Unfortunately, Whoopi, she represents the majority of Americans who are not knowledgeable about events of the Holocaust and the atrocities that were perpetrated on the Jews. Sean, six million Jews were murdered only because they were considered by the Nazis to be an inferior race. Correct. And in this and in this country, there are 31 states in in this country that their schools they do not they are not required in the schools to teach about the Holocaust. So how are they to learn? How do you how, how do you teach world history and not talk about you know the last century Mao yes. in China, Stalin in Russia, fascism, Nazism, uh, the Holocaust, the death camps. How is it possible, Pearl? That that I, I I can't even believe you're telling me this. Yeah. How do you, my father? Why why did my father fight four years in the Pacific in World War II, and and why did America go uh, fight with the Allies against you know this horrific evil regime? Why did we do yes. that then? Exactly, and God bless the American soldiers who liberated the concentration camps all over Europe. But, like, but you might now, remember Marty. He slammed the beaches yes, in Normandy. He used to Marty. be a regular caller. Yes. Miss him too. Yes, and there's so much anti-Semitism in the in in the United States and all over Europe that we must learn to combat anti-Semitism by educating adults and young people. I'll now, tell you what we're not we're not but we're not doing it, Pearl. And I'll yes. tell you another thing: we now see worldwide. This rise of anti-Semitism. That's not just radical Islamists. Mm -hmm. And and I'll yeah. tell you another thing. People don't know Israel's history. You know, people don't know. Um, they don't know about the 1948 U.N. partition plan. They don't know about the 67 war. They don't know about the what happened in 73. They don't know what life is like on in border towns that I have visited myself where, you know, rockets are being fired almost every day from Gaza into these cities. I remember and, when you went to Israel, you were the only person, a journalist or politician that went to Israel when they were throwing rockets and you went into the tunnels. Yep. And I know you're six feet tall and you stood up and you put your arms out to show what the Arabs did with the money that was given to them by the United States and, and Israel. Countries, and, it was, yeah, and as Israel, it, it was the United States and Israel's money for schools and hospitals. Yes. And they and they they instead they took the money and they built these tunnels from Gaza 
so that they can sneak into Israel. And there were so many of them, yes. and and kill Israelis rather than yes. rather than help their own children and their own families. It's sickening. Yes, and people don't know that you know the people that I know, my family, my friends. We know the history. But the others don't. Well, that's why I do take the time to go. That's why I went on a tour of the old city with with Dory Gold. That's why I'm, I'm, yes. I've been friends with BB for 27 years, for crying out loud. Everyone um, knows that you're a great supporter and great friend to Israel and Jewish people. Listen, on the whoopee side of it, the only thing I would say, and, and you know my heart, Pearl. Um, yes. She just, she didn't know what she was saying. It's, uh, do I think she has... You know, it, is she an anti-Semite? No, I think she didn't. She understood the evil part of it. She didn't understand the underlying sick, twisted, ugly uh, uh, ideology of Nazism and a superior race, because that's what it was about. And it was about extinguishing uh, every every single person, uh, starting with with Jewish people. And over six million Jews were slaughtered in these yeah. death camps. And they were gassed, and they were killed, and they were murdered, and it, it was human evil on a degree. I, I, I know people don't want to, we want to be happy in our spare time, but you need to educate yourself. So you, there are videos of people in these death camps. Watch the History Channel. You can pull it up on demand and learn and watch the horror. Emaciated people, you know, that that were eventually slaughtered. I mean, it's just... Yes, people need to visit, you know, for example, like Whoopi as a start. She needs to visit the Holocaust Museum in Washington, C. Washington. She needs to listen idea. to Holocaust survivors. There are many tapes, many. And um, unfortunately, we lost, we, we lost many survivors. There are very few left. And they were our living witnesses. Your mother, your mom, yes. who we loved. And, they're, and they're, they're dwindling. There are no more survivors and also, for me, there are no more soldiers. Yeah. Very few soldiers. Pearl, we love you. We think of your mom. And, uh, Thank you. I'd like she, to give you she would be proud of you. Huh? Thank you. And I just want to give you a caller as a message. Yeah. Uh, it's some Ellie Wiesel said, when you listen to a witness, you become a witness. It's a great line. Yes. It's a great line. All right, so, Pearl. God bless my you. My pleasure. My pleasure. One, Thank one you, day Sean. we're gonna we're gonna see your mom in paradise. One day, I'm pretty confident. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, Sean. My All right. Eight hundred nine four one. Sean is on number. You want to be a part of the program? Quick break. We'll come back. We'll continue. All right. Back to our busy phones. Robert, South Carolina. What's up, Robert? How are you, sir? Hey, how you doing, Sean? I'm good. What's going on? Uh, well, I've been driving a truck for 25 years, and uh, I've been listening to your show for uh, a long time. And uh, thank you. By the way, yeah. are you? Uh, you uh, we're going to have truckers. We're going to have the organizer of the uh, Freedom Convoy here in America on, and we're going to have one of the organizers of the Canadian. By the way, we have a lot of updates. They're winning on a lot of fronts. That's coming up uh, at the top of the next hour. Let's go. Anyway, what's on your mind today? Uh, that's really funny that you said that. Uh, we just got a company-wide email that any owner-operator that works or that is leased onto a, the company that I work for, if they participate in any convoy as like what's going on in Canada, their lease will be terminated. 
Well, if you need another company, it just so happens I have very close friends that have a trucking company, and they'd love to have you on. So if you ever want to, if you, if you find yourself in a situation, you need to go with another company, I'll be glad to hook you up, and, and hopefully it'll work out for you. Oh, that sounds awesome. I've been doing it 25 years, and I, the respect that we get out here is completely, it's ridiculous. We don't get any, none. Uh, you know, I hate I hate that, to. but I think people don't. The, our, your heart shouldn't be troubled. Look at the support of the truckers in Canada. The ten million dollars that you know GoFundMe they can't they, they can't unfreeze this. Uh, to me, something fishy's going on. Uh, but all the people, the even even though they know this is going to impact the, the products that are usually available in the stores they go to, that's not going to be so readily available. They're still supporting the truckers. And if they hold out, they're winning already. You know, I'll give the latest updates at the top of the hour, but Alberta, Saskatchewan are taking the lead. They're saying, okay, we need our truckers back, and they're lifting the restrictions. And, you know, you saw what the Supreme Court did here. But I think people we have hit a tipping point. The cops are supporting them. The military members are saying, if you send us in to go fight against the truckers, there's no way in hell we're doing it. So Justin Trudeau's losing. He's going to lose if they can hold out. The way they're holding out are all the people that are supporting them financially. And I think in the process, I think you're right. I think there is an underappreciation of farmers, truckers, good teachers, um, packers, you know, all the nurses and, you know, all of you are the heroes of the pandemic, healthcare workers. You guys went into the if you were not working during the pandemic in those early days, we would have starved to death. Most people would have starved to death. I'm like a little minor prepper, so I have like food for like eight months. But but in all seriousness, everything we have and every store we go to is because of you guys. And I think there is a greater appreciation rising now. Well, I really appreciate that. And, uh, you know, my whole family has been truck drivers. But I, you, you know what scares me, though? Uh, I believe if they had a convoy like that in America, I believe, like, Sleepy Joe would probably, uh, I don't know, he'd probably declare martial law and send the military after him. I think he would. Well, the, the Ottawa police chief is threatening to use the military yesterday. And by the way, there's not been any incident I read of any violence whatsoever. There's a, this is truly a peaceful protest, not like the lies we were told in the summer of 2020. Oh, it's mostly peaceful. Don't ignore that huge, massive fire and all those rocks and bricks being thrown at cops. It's mostly peaceful. I mean, they just lied through their teeth. We love you guys. If we could ever help you, if if you do this and they can you and you need uh, some help, uh, I know some people that would be interested in talking to you. Okay? That sounds great. Thanks, Sean. All right, thanks for what all of you truckers do every day. We appreciate it more than you know. 800, and we should appreciate it more than they know. You know, if you see a trucker one day, maybe buy him like a sandwich when you go into the store. 